0: All right, everybody. Today's podcast, we're going to talk to a friend of mine. His uh, nickname is Diver Dan Uh, for security reasons. We don't use people's real names on these podcasts. And so he's a great guy. Uh, He trained under me and then went into the Navy, and now he's a full-fledged diver. And he's here to share with you his experience starting from post-boot camp. We're just going to go right into... The dive prep, and then on, on to the dive school and a little beyond. So, diver Dan, if uh, you'd like, give us a little insight. Right, you just grad—say you just graduated boot camp, and now you're going right into, uh, or do you go right into uh, dive prep? How does that happen? Uh,
1: well, the right after you graduate boot camp, uh, divers will have a week of indoc at Great Lakes. And that is actually the first full week you're going to be there. You're not going to be uh, PTing, so or doing any sort of uh, scheduled exercise. So it's really on you that first week to stay in shape.
0: Are they going to do you get in trouble if you exercise on your own?
1: No, not at all, not at all. Um, and, uh, you have there's uh, like two gyms on the base and a track, even a pool, I think. So, all right. um, and me and my buddies. We even went off base so that we could do some uh, uh, treading practice before class started up. Um, and they, they tell you you can't do that, um, you can't do any treading. But uh, if you go off base, there's nothing they can do about it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, could you have your own fin? Do you have any equipment to use for treading, like fins or a brick or anything like that, or what's the deal there?
1: Um, you're really on your own because you, you get your fins uh, like the first day. Of selection, which is like the the second week, um, if you've got sometimes there's uh, older guys there that you can borrow some equipment from. Uh, they've got a lot of extra stuff lying around. Usually, you can f- uh, find some stuff though. Uh, I was lucky; I had my own fins, so that I actually got from someone else that trained under you. So I was able to I was able to practice that kind of stuff. Oh, okay. uh, yeah it's re- it's really important though that you stay in shape and work out your legs a lot that first week.
0: So I'm uh, sitting back here telling these guys to do a lot of, you know, like squats and lunges and, you know, leg extension, leg curls, stuff like that, deadlift, and, you know, get in the water and tread. Not so much get in there and try to swim side stroke for a mile or anything like that, but get in there and do turtle back. In other words, turtle backing, swing on your back, doing flutter kicks and doing that in the pool with fins would be more beneficial. Is that accurate?
1: Yes, definitely. We, there's uh, other than the IWPs, What's in an water,
0: IWP? They don't know that.
1: Oh, sorry, in water procedure. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that is uh, um, that is the where you, you have to do the front step water entry do all the a bunch of procedures in water. Yeah, who would have thought? And uh, but that's what gets a lot of people because you're, you're treading water um, with weight, and that that's everyone's biggest weakness in dive school. No matter how prepared you are, uh, treading with water is really hard.
0: you treading on? water
1: with weight sorry
0: Even you know, with fins on
1: yes yes any any sort of treading you do in uh, dive prep you'll have fins on
0: you know what though i gotta add to that you know how when i talk, teach my running i teach that uh technique of you know relaxing your quads you know every time you throw your legs forward using soft sand yes did you use that at all sorry have you ever used that technique in the sand
1: um, in the sand, and the sand, yes, I, I've used that technique. Did it help you
0: at all? Oh, yeah, there's another technique I have too. When you're doing your uh, flutter kicks or you're treading water with fins on, the same concept works in the water because when a lot of people run, especially like running up sand dunes, you know, berm runs, or running up stairs, they tend to tense up their quads all the way through the entire movement. Now, when you're swimming, you can do the same thing where you thrust and then relax on the recovery part of the kick. And that would actually yeah. help. You know, you do a thrust and it holding you up, you know, so you don't have to sit there like a hummingbird going 1,000 miles an hour, you know, with your fins, you know, it's, you know, staying tense the whole time. You need to take those pause points and try to relax on that. So I want these guys to give that a shot and see what that feels like. Try different you know, focal points, you know, working on, okay, I'm moving from the hips. You know, are my legs, you know, am I too rigid? Are my legs locked out too hard? Do I have a soft lock on my knees? Uh, how much flex am I putting into my ankles? These are all things I need to think about when I'm trying to tread water. Now, in your opinion, what about leaning forward or back a little bit when you're doing treading? Does that, Have you noticed that that does anything for you?
1: um the leaning forward uh, that I kind of I did that a lot and what I noticed was it feels better but then you're using a lot more energy and it's it's just way easier if you just stay try to stay upright and have good form
0: and stay relaxed right
1: yes yes <laughs> okay as, as for leaning back I never I never uh, had any sort of tendency to do that so I can't really speak on that but it, it I see a lot of people though including me that you want to lean forward because it, it kind of feels like you're you're relaxing more, but you're not. You start. You're using your muscles in a, a different way, and your form goes. Your form goes bad if you if you do that.
0: Yep. Good point. Thank you. Okay.
1: It's it and that's one of the reasons I treading it so hard because the the good form doesn't feel very good. But it's, what, <laughs> it's, it's it's what's going to get you through. It, it feels better to like frog kick and lean forward and move really fast, but then you run out of energy way faster. So frog
0: kick. Explain frog kick.
1: Frog kick is where – it's kind of like a breaststroke kick. It's the – like the only other kick you can do with your fins on really where you're kind of moving them both in and out, kind of like a, kind of like a breaststroke kick but with fins on. Um, and that, uh, that, that was my worst habit when I traded, um, which it, it can be a good fallback sometimes. The instructors don't like it if you do it. But um, sometimes if you're starting to sink below and you need to rely on frog kick to get back up it's one thing, but if you rely on it too much and you get to IWPs, then you're you're kind of screwing yourself.
0: Yeah, that definitely,
1: it's, it's technically bad form, but if you can do it, you can do it as a backup, but you shouldn't rely on it. Really.
0: The majority of guys wouldn't be able to do that consistently. Anyway, it's, it is a bad technique to get accustomed to, you know, it's, yeah, yeah. You want to be unilateral when you're kicking and stuff too. And that's going to conserve the most energy and, you know, keep you from fatiguing in one area or overexerting sure. in one area. Definitely. So, okay. okay so bottom line, they're going to do a hell of a lot of treading and they're going to have to do, get their legs conditioned to do it. So swimming in a pool with fins on, would, uh, but take it slowly and work into it. You don't just jump in and try to swim a thousand yards with fins. You agree yes. starting yes. out maybe a lap or two and work into it.
1: Yeah. Because, uh, especially with the, with the rocket fins and it, um, yeah, with the rocket fins, they, those take a lot of getting used to. Because at first, if your legs aren't strong enough, it feels like you're not really going anywhere. Right. That's if you use those too much, you can actually hurt your feet.
0: Absolutely, um, but that's where too a lot of guys they try to do a bent knee kick. They try to bend, they try to bend it to knees, and they're not using their quads or hip flexors properly, and they end up, you know, really fatiguing. Their ankles and you know the top. Did you ever get that top of the foot pain?
1: Yes. Yeah. Oh, yep. I, I, I still get it. because yep. I have weird, weird shaped feet, but. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. But uh, actually, now that I think about it, you actually get to. They'll do a lot of fin kicking in uh, boot camp. That's like one of the few things that actually kind of helped. Is we did a lot of fin swimming in boot camp. Really. Yeah, in dive mo.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. Did the Seal and Swick guys do that too? Um, or did they separate? I don't know.
1: I have no idea. I just know that they made us do it. Oh wow, that's I would, neat. I would assume so because we. I think we have the same instructors, but. The other thing is it all depends on who your instructors are. Some like to run more, and if they like to run, you're going to run. The <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, that's true. You get the yeah. ones that hate running, and they're going to swim the hell out of you. Same right?
1: goes, same goes <laughs> for prep as well. Like One of our proctors loved powerlifting, so we would do a lot of powerlifting, which is my least favorite workout. But yeah,
0: So it is It is a fact, and I try to tell people this, that uh, the student body, the class has a personality of its own, but so does it instructor cadre you know you might get an instructor that loves the hell out of running like you said so you're going to do a lot more running in your class that doesn't mean the next class when they have a switch up that you're going to do the same amount of that particular evolution because if an instructor likes to do one thing more than another then you tend to lean that way in your workouts and they need to know that so they can't sit there and just go well what did you guys do every day you know it's not going to be exactly the same so with that when you get into the dive selection course, how long is that?
1: Well, the whole seven weeks that dive prep is uh, considered selection. You're going to lose most people in the second day. Um, Why? But the t- That's the first pool workout. The
0: pool workout? And, uh, what kind of stuff did you do?
1: Uh, over-unders, which is where one side you're split up in two, and then one side will sprint across the top of the water other side will hold their breath and go to the bottom swim across and back up uh they'll that's when they start spraying you with the hose and filling your mask up with water and all that and really the most people that quit it's not even from a, a physical stuff it's just they're they're not comfortable in the water yeah or they're not comfortable doing that while being screamed at
0: <laughs> yeah. mommy didn't, Mommy never yelled at them Yeah, and so the intensity level is increased. It's not like when you're training with us, with me, guys, mentors like myself, where you know we're there to try to educate you and get you conditioned for this type of stuff, and then they throw in a higher level of intensity onto that. That leads to a lot of guys quitting. So, and
1: a lot of people have had that kind of nervousness building up this whole time. A lot of people have probably already decided they're going to quit, and they're just like deep down they know they're going to quit so then they and then that comes up and so then that's when they quit wow and, uh, yeah
0: i can't imagine it just, that it just blows my mind it's like because when i went through training i never thought of quitting for a second it never crossed my mind did i have weak moments where i was like oh this is awful cold oh this sucks yeah everybody does you're a human being but you got to keep yeah. that dream in front of you but that's yeah, the beauty guess. of it
1: Oh, games. yeah, you got to stay super motivated all the time. Like yeah. I literally woke up every morning, um, turned on some some power metal and just like <laughs> how, how awesome it would be to be a diver. And that's that's what I did every morning. And I was lucky, too, that I had a, I had a buddy who was also extremely motivated and we were able to motivate each other.
0: And you got to do that. You got to keep that dream in, burning in, in your heart and in front of you every minute, every day.
1: Yeah. You yeah. got to keep that childlike sort of um, – yeah, like, like dream. you got to keep the dream real.
0: You do. You do. And they're going to beat you and stuff like that. They're going to push you. Just like a high school football team, you get 300 guys trying out for it, and they only want 110. So they beat you two days, you know, two-a-days and stuff, and full gear at 90 degrees without any water, which is stupid, until enough guys quit, you know, and all these schools are the same way. Yeah,
1: so, and it's kind of this beautiful balance that it not only gets people aren't going to quit. They're just getting more training. They're just getting more exercise.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, a beat-down workout is nothing more than a great workout, you know. Oh, definitely. Because those beat, what they call beat-down workout and training becomes your normal Friday workout when you get to the communities. It's phenomenal. Yeah. So anyway, so let's talk then. you got seven weeks in that program. You leave boot camp, you go across the street, and now you're in dive prep or dive selection for seven weeks, right? So yes. most people quit in the first two days. What's it like on a daily basis? What What's it, Give me just a basic overview of what's it going to be like for them from day to day, week to week while they're in there.
1: Well, for the first, uh, the, the the longest part is when you're taking the, engineering common core classes uh-huh. and those days are really hard to describe because they they change up the schedule every day just to keep you on your toes good so you might go in you might uh go exercise in the morning you might you might go to class in the morning they'll and you usually have about two uh sessions of exercising it'll either be like um usually like the first one will be a like an actual workout they'll have like weights out and like a good circuit set up and you'll actually be able to like um, you know it's like a real workout and then the second one is usually like a beating where they're trying to get you to quit um, of course you can quit during either of them but most people quit during the beatings
0: <laughs> you can quit and then it, you quit during a classroom session That you know sitting there looking at a at a powerpoint if you really wanted to you know I mean if you're going to yeah, quit you're, you're going you to really quit you
1: can quit whenever you want <laughs> <laughs> um, and then if they're if they're mad or if they're they just want to be jerks they'll throw in a third one in the hallways and those are the worst actually in my opinion yeah they'll just take you out in the hallway and they'll beat you there
0: yeah but you know you just have to maintain just realize that you know you have no control over it yeah if you want to be there you just have to pay the price
1: right just yep and all every beating ends like there's only a certain amount of time they can beat you
0: i know you're not in the hospital you're not on meds you're not uh in a cast or anything are you no, so they didn't beat you that bad, did they? No, no. Well, actually,
1: isn't it cool? Make you stronger, so
0: that's right. Isn't it cool? You're there. You're a diver, and all these other guys that you know are somewhere in regular navy. Yeah, and God bless them. Hopefully, they're loving like hell what they're doing because it was their choice. They volunteered to quit, so it was their choice to do something else. So you can't feel bad for them. It was their decision. That's yeah. the way. That's the way every instructor looks at it.
1: Yeah, so, like sometimes, because I, I have a real soft heart, so sometimes I, I even feel bad. But then I just think, well, they, they didn't have to quit. <laughs> the to
0: quit. <laughs> Absolutely. Because
1: I, I always tell the story. We had the one guy in our class who he was the guy. If he he would have quit because he got it the worst. He was the worst in shape, and he just didn't quit because he didn't want to.
0: Yeah, so yeah. that's what the instructors look for. How much do you want it, and are you trainable? Are you that person that in the future, once they mold you the way they want you, you're going to be a great operator. You're going to be that person that they want to go out there and dive with on a daily basis. And they know that, you know, you're a diamond in the rough. And that's why it's called a school. That's why they put you through all that. You guys really, nowadays you're blessed because, you know, 10 years ago, they didn't have a selection process at boot camp after after boot camp right there at Great Lakes like that. They sent you straight to Florida, and then if you failed from there, then you went somewhere to the Navy from there. You know, So it's more of a stepping stone process now, and it's really benefits all of you. And a lot of people don't realize that. So do you get nights and weekends off then during that process?
1: Uh, yes, we have uh, nights and weekends off, which really is all I need. <laughs> um, just knowing that at the end of the day I get to go home and play video games and and, or take a nap. That's like all the motivation I need. That's that, and that way you can also think to yourself, "I just need to make it to the weekend." And then you just have to just once you get past Wednesday, the rest of the week's easy. It's just getting through Monday and Tuesday.
0: So it's kind of like going through college or high school, right?
1: Yep, kind of. You it's, think, well, I just have to make it to make it to Wednesday because that's hump day, which means you just have to make it through Monday and Tuesday.
0: <laughs>
1: that's true. You just have to make it through Monday, because that means Tuesday's your last day. So you just have to make it through Monday, and anybody can make it through one day. So
0: yeah, did you guys really? Ha-
1: oh, anybody ahead. can make it through one day, so all you have to do is do that over and over again. So in
0: other words, uh, one of the biggest killers though would be thinking ahead. Like, oh my gosh, you know, Friday comes, and every Friday we have a beat down PT, for example. Oh my gosh, I don't want to do that, and then and then they quit. Well, we never had
1: anybody quit on a Friday. No, or well, Monday. Okay. Maybe our first Friday. Yeah, but. Like usually, Friday is the day that they use do the, yeah, the really bad beat downs because they know people are less likely to quit, so that they can beat they can beat you even harder. But usually, it, the first Monday after our first weekend is yeah. when a bunch of people quit because that's when they're like, oh, I've got a whole another six weeks of this. <laughs> oh, man. I, that's and that's when people that's like the second wave of people who quit is the people who are just mentally exhausted and they're like. I can't
0: do do this another week. I got to quit. Well, they ought to be thinking, gee, if I quit, I've got another two, three, four years of working non-designated possibly in a regular Navy, you know, cleaning crappers and, you know, doing whatever crap jobs they want me to do on a ship somewhere, you know, standing duty every other day. If they knew, if they could go to regular Navy and be a non-designated, I don't mean an educated person, but non-designated, and get out there, then, uh, you know, a lot less of them would quit.
1: Yeah, well, and that's the thing is that they don't think of that when they quit. All they're thinking is, I don't want to do this right now today.
0: Right.